Boys and girls, we are back. We've been gone for a few weeks. We're back now. This is uh, uh, Motorcycle Men, season two, episode number twenty-four, five. I think <laughs> you're losing track, are we? I'm losing track. Not only because oh, I didn't do a script this week, so we're flying off the seat of our pants Uh-oh. here. Oh, yeah. So uh, I am Ted, aka Wrong Way, <laughs> and I am here with. <laughs> Tim, book two. And I'm also here with Chris, the Joker. <laughs> hey, boys, how's everything? Everything's just wonderful. Wonderful. Really? Wonderful. What's going on? Well, actually, it's not, it's not, it's not raining. Huh? That's, that's good. It's not raining, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Last week was measurable. Well, I wouldn't know. Shut up. Last two weeks. Well, yeah, I guess a uh, week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah, it was like Seattle here. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I guess no, I, you don't know. We, no, don't we, know. we have not seen the sun. I wasn't here. It was miserable looking at it. And there wasn't a moment where the sun even tried to come out. As I understood, for, for seven day. days, there was no sun whatsoever. None. No. And you and you had to ride your motorcycle to work every day, yeah. didn't you? In the okay. rain, pouring rain, all bit everywhere. Now, were you using the Eat, Sleep, Ride app by any chance? No. You should be doing it because you'd like to be way up there in a leaderboard. You use it's that great. thing every time you ride, man. Just clocks your miles, man. They should do it. So get you way up on top of the leaderboard. My God, man! You'd be yeah, like number one. Be number one. Do you have the you have the app on your phone? No. What the hell? <laughs> Sign up. Moto, Moto Men PC three. It's you. And uh, Tim, have you been riding? I ride. Been riding to work whenever I get a chance. I've right. been. Uh, so it was cool to ride. You, I, you should not use the Eat Sleep Ride app. For riding back and forth. <laughs> In other words, it's too embarrassing. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I mean, you'd be clocking a mile every day, two miles, right? Two miles a day. Yeah. So, what's your point? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I mean, be clocking mileage. You'd be clocking mileage either way. Uh, I, I did not ride uh, my motorcycle last week at all. Oh, uh, you, you rode a motorcycle? I did. I was, uh, I was in Key. I was in the Florida Keys for the whole week. I had a great time. It was sunny. Every day, except for Wednesday, it did rain Wednesday last week in uh, in Key West. It was like, but it was you know what when it's when it's seventy eight degrees and raining, you don't give a crap. You yeah, know? No. you really don't. Yeah, I guess and not. so we we decided to use that day to wander around in Key West to visit all the little shops and do this and do some shopping and just hang out. I got a hair wrap, so that's a real manly <laughs> thing to do. Mostly, uh, I, I, I got some I got some jewelry and. Just did some stuff. So you got, little, got a nice, nice little Key West bracelet right there. See <laughs> Kew, KW. That's oh, that's cool. That. And um, we did. Some, I got bit by a parrotfish. Why? But, well, we were we were fishing. We, we were swimming with the fishes. Now, 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 mind you, that's not a mob reference by any chance. You know? <laughs> uh, we went to this place called Theater of the Sea in Isla Morada. And they have a little beach there on a man-made lagoon, and you can swim there with the fishes. You can swim and feed the fish. So while you're supposed to take the food and throw it in the water and the fish come in, they, they're, they're all around you. You could be standing there. The fish be all around you. You can just drop the fish. I thought I'd be a smart guy and just bring the, fi- the, the food under the water and just let the food go out of my hand. And it was, and it was working. And then one parrotfish says, hey, what's that big thing? And he, he bit my thumb. Did it hurt? Yeah, yes, it did. He drew blood. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I said Parrotfish 1, Ted 0. Uh, and then the next day, we went to uh, Bahia Honda 
State Park, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's a beautiful. Uh, it's one of the keys. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, state park. And we were in the water all day, and then we were taking a, a break, sitting underneath the uh, umbrella there on the beach, and decided it was time to have lunch. And um, naturally, as soon as you say lunch, seagulls from four states come flying around. And uh, we're sitting there under the uh, thing, and I, Deb handed me one of my sandwiches, and I'm sitting there talking to her like this, and just, you know, the sandwich is like close to my head, and a seagull flew around the back of me and took my sandwich out of my hand. <laughs> Only left me That's with... wonderful. Left me with uh, a half a bun and a piece of lettuce. Wow. So, I would have I been having seagull for dinner. <laughs> so it was, it was actually... It was quite funny. We laughed a lot. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. So, uh, and then... Um, Rent, I did rent a Harley while we were down there. He rented a Harley. Did you Did you ask specifically one with a squeak? <laughs> well, Can no. I have, no, I did Can not. Can I have I one didn't. that has a squeak? It no, actually. Like this. Uh, we went to uh, uh, Keys Rental in um, Marathon. And one of the Keys. I went to Keys Rental. And uh, the guy, uh, Fuzzy. Is his name Fuzzy? Fuzzy. And I told him all about the podcast. And he's like, oh, cool. I gave him, I gave him some stickers. And um, so and he had... All the bikes he had, when they weren't brand new, but these were all uh, his bikes, all rebuilt, whatever, uh, ranging from 2003 up to 2008. He had uh, he had a couple Road Kings, he had a couple Street Glides, he had a couple Sportsters, he had a couple custom bikes, he had a couple Yamahas, all cruisers, and of course he had a, he had a Heritage and no electric glides, huh? No, no electric glides. So I said, you know. I was looking at the road glide, and, and, and not sorry, at the road glide, the street, street glide. glide, and I just, it didn't have a really, I was looking, because Deb was with me, of course, and I, I was worried about her uh, her back bothering her, because she, she's comfortable on Heritage. Right. So I said, you know what, let's just get to Heritage, and we'll take that. And uh, it's the bike was obviously it was ridden a lot and rode hard, because it was a little rough, but um, it had a sticky throttle. Throttle. It wouldn't go back easy? It wouldn't go back at all. I mean, some people might say, well, that's great because it's like kind of cruise control. But no, because you had to work a little harder to twist it. Well, uh, yeah. back up for that. How much is it again was it to rent? It was, a, it was $170 to rent it for 24 hours. Oh, 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we took the bike, and it's like I said, it was a little sticky because so like, I could actually let go of it. Right, you could actually have it for two days. Yeah, well, what we did was we well, I, we picked it up at ten thirty in the morning, and I didn't return it the next day until ten thirty. So I and we uh, rode all over the place. Uh, we put on one hundred and ninety four miles in one day. That's how is it? How is yeah? How is the traffic down there? Well, it's the key is you have one main road that is the overseas highway. It goes from all the way from Key Largo all the way down to Key West, the very end. Uh, that's where Mile Zero is, and. Once you get, uh, there are little offshoot roads that go off, but they they all end at the same place, either the Gulf or the Atlantic. So there really isn't really not a lot. Uh, we went to this Key Deer Park because I, the Keys in Florida Keys they have de- deer down there, and they're tiny. They're real. They're like your dog is bigger than these deer. There's the, so we rode. We went out into the Key Deer Park, and that was like, uh, it's probably like eight miles from one end to the other. So we did that little loop, but. Um, we managed to put on 194 miles on the bike in that, wow. in that one day. And then it was another 30 miles from the resort back to Fuzzy's place to drop nice. the bike off. So in two days, I did 200 and what? What did I say? How, how far miles. was it uh, to, to Fuzzy's? F- to Fuzzy's was like it was uh, 22 miles. Well, how did you get there in the first place? Uh, we drove the rental car down. Oh, yeah, the rental car. Yeah. Oh, I did. We drove the rental car down and... Uh, 
then Deb followed me back to the resort, and we then we dropped the car off, and then just rode around. And it, the weird thing was, is I had, I didn't ha- naturally, I didn't expect to do this. This was like a last minute, off the cuff. Let's let's get a bike, because we were just cruising by. We went like, hey, look, motorcycle rentals, and let's pull and see how much. I'm like, okay, we'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> so uh, I had, I, I didn't have any riding gear with me at all. I did have long jeans, so I ended up wearing long jeans. And I had cut off gloves because I was planning on doing a bicycle ride, which that didn't happen. But uh, so I used my half gloves, my, my, my fingerless gloves for, uh, for, the, for the bike. And he gave me a helmet to use. Cool. And I didn't have it. I was, I was wearing sneakers, unfortunately. But uh, and well, they I, have the uh, you don't have to wear a helmet. That day, right? You don't have to. I, I, re, I would not ride without a helmet. I wore a helmet. Deb did not wear a helmet. And I could tell you this, her hair, because she's got real thick hair. And, and long. She, long, thick hair, and it was a big knot at the, the end of the day. <laughs> I just she, picture like she had a big, gigantic fro. At it the end was of the day. Right. no, no. It was because like she had it in or a ponytail. Yeah, 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 well, like little birds coming at it, and sitting in it. I, 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 pigeons, were, you know, sigils were flying out of her head. Uh, but she had her hair in a ponytail when we first started, and with her, I want to feel the hair, wind in my hair. I'm like. No, you don't really. And, but she did anyway. And then by the end of the day, you you could get your fingertips into her hair, and that was as far as it was going because it was just one big knot. That it was just it was unbelievable. So it it took her a whole a, day to get a, a couple hours just to comb her hair out, brush her hair out. Yeah. So, but I had sneakers on. I wore uh, a hoodie one day just because it was a little chilly in the morning. Well, I shouldn't say that chilly. It was like sixty eight. <laughs> but the riding, let me tell you something though. Um, the, the 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 speed limits vary on that road from fifty five to thirty five, and God forbid should you get stuck behind somebody who doesn't want to do fifty five, or who doesn't want to do forty five. Right, it's painful because you can't always pass. You know, so but the scenery is absolutely gorgeous. You got turquoise water on your left and turquoise. Um, on the left, you know, you have the Atlantic and the Gulf. It's just beautiful. And um, it, I tell you what, it, it, I said, the traffic was, uh, there wasn't really any traffic to, to speak of. You know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a nice ride. Like I said, once you get into Key West, Key West, the island itself is big enough to where you can actually do a little riding around in the side streets and main roads and stuff. It was good, though. Really? Yeah, a lot of fun. Cool. It, was, it was really good. Um I, I I can't say enough about the riding down there. I mean, it's just, I mean, I guess again, it's only flat. One, one. It's flat. Yeah, but beautiful. You, you have to go over a bridge. Seven mile bridge is really really cool. And, uh, they call they call it that for because it's seven miles long over the over the Gulf. It's just seven That's miles awesome. of bridge. That's, I know that bridge. And That's it's the one real, they blew up in. Uh... Yes, because well, they because they rebuilt they rebuilt a new bridge right next to it. Yeah. So, but it's seven miles long from one end to the other, and, it's, and all you just riding and you just just beautiful water and nice breeze. It was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Cool. That's a great place to ride. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then, um, all right. So anyway, so that was that was my trip down to Key West. Had a great time. It was really good. Got the got the ride a little bit. I actually logged that on my eat sleep ride. Oh yeah, what'd so you get? Like uh, you got 194 miles. No, plus on the it. plus the 22 that I did the next day. So we wow. got 220 something miles. It was great. It was really wonderful. And I know you guys were socked in with uh, crappy weather. Oh, yeah, good. Keep mentioning it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep telling us. <laughs> I'm glad that fish bit your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also glad that the 
at the Seagull Stole My Sandwich, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, me and Chris finally got a chance to work on our bikes. On, yes, uh, so we did some wrenching. Day. Yes, We did some day. wrenching. We Mom, Mother's Day wrenching? Yeah, well, that's exactly what it was. Okay, Mom mother. was resting after, okay. after her big meal. Yeah, when so. she was napping, <laughs> we went and did the brakes on my bike and his. Well, okay. half the brakes on his bike. Yeah. yeah. Or just half the brakes? See, we did the brakes without taking the calipers off. Right. Not that we could get them off anyway. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because they were they cranked on so tight. Okay. So we were doing it the, you know, take the pins out and let them drop out. Right. And his brakes were not non-existent, barely. Really? So you were down to paper? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, paper uh, thin there. And, and so we uh, managed to get his in real quick. And yeah. And then we tried to do mine now. With my electric glide, I got the big shock in the way. Right. And my uh, the rear caliper is attached to the rear hub. Okay. So I can't take it off. Without so taking now, the wheel off. Right. Which I wasn't going to do. No. Got, got one out. Got them both out. But then I tried to get the back one in where there's right. no room to get oh, in. Oh, the there. one that's closest to the spokes. Oh, right. You ain't kidding. That's wow. the inboard one is so hard to get to. So, but did you finally get that taken care of? Yes, we. I went over to my friend's house on Monday. And he helped me. He helped me get that. You have to compress that caliper enough oh, to yeah. get it in. To get that in there. And so we got the new one in. And so the hammer and Vaseline came in handy. Yes, great. That's what you use: a hammer and Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and Chris, you got did, you did. You're just your back brakes, or your front both? Brakes? Both. Oh, both, great. Yeah. Much better now. Yeah, very tight. Yeah, you have to get used to that. <laughs> yeah, he does not use that. No, you can <laughs> stop brakes now. are so tight, man. I mean, you, you literally, you squeeze it on a centimeter, and that thing is stopping. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I think the, I might. I think I might have to bleed the front brakes you again. Think so? Again? Not, I, not again. I never bled them. Well, I mean, I will try it again. I don't think you have to. Why well, would you have to? it's just so tight; it just seems wrong. Like, I understand, but it's just I mean, well, literally. Wait, oh, well, let when me I need this. a centimeter, I'm not exaggerating. You got to remember, you had you no. Go, you go like you, that, and the bike is stopping. But it's you like, had like, no brakes. So, what you're the saying cal- is. The caliper was all the way out. And it's very, it's very tight. Were your front brakes that bad, too? Oh, yeah. My front brakes were the worst. Wow. Back brakes were, uh, were, were some there. Wow. Well, whatever you're going to do, make sure you do it before the ride on Saturday. I am. Well, or Sunday, whichever way you decide to do it. But it's good. I've been riding it around, so it's, okay. it's fine. So, use a back brake. So I did some wrenching. And what'd you do? Well, well what I did was, uh, as you know, I, I, I put these stock pipes back on the bike. And uh, the end result was, so at some point, the bushings, which are called, by the way, the exhaust interconnect gasket. Mm-hmm. Which, which That's what it's called. Between the uh, exhaust pipe and the frame member, which is an interconnect between the forward and the rear. Uh, <laughs> between the forward and the rear uh, exhaust pipe uh, mufflers. Uh, so the gaskets were somehow are, are gone. They were gone. And I think that may have happened when I took it in for service one time. <laughs> I'm just speculating. I don't know. Okay. You know. So the bike, re- as a result, the bike got significantly louder because now exhaust is blowing out everywhere. And melting. And melting <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, you know? So what I ended up doing was I got these, I got these uh, gaskets and I put them in. And that took me a while because I had to basically loosen everything. To get these to to yeah, take of care course, of this, yeah. and once, so so when I when I got it all back together and put together, the bike is so much quieter now, and it makes me happy. I know it doesn't make you happy, but it doesn't might make you happy. I don't know, but it makes me happy. Uh, and then I did uh, I, I I did some more rear wheel adjusting to try to get the squeak to go away, and it didn't did it go away. Kind of a little bit, sort of yeah, a little bit, maybe no. 
So I still got a little squeak back there, but it's not as bad. And I also put the mount on for the GPS. So that's all taken care of. So the mount is all hooked up. I had to rewire everything. And I moved some of the LED lights. Like you got on your suggestion, I moved some of that. So that's the little bit of wrenching. We don't we do not do a lot of wrenching because I, I, I... Well, we don't have the facilities, time, and or know-how to do a lot of wrenching. We could do a little bit of stuff. If you want wrenching... To, yep. If you want to listen to we wrenching... We don't have a garage. That's we don't have problem. a garage. That's the other thing. Yeah, we're a lift. You know, if you want, if yeah. you want wrenching, you listen to... Uh, you listen to motorcycles and misfits, or you listen to the Cleveland guys. They they do a lot of the wrenching. We don't do that. We're just novices at that crap. So. Right. All right. So listen, on the line with us right now on the line is is Jim Simeon. Did I pronounce that right, Jim? Yes. Okay. And Hi, Jim, Jim is with Sims Designs and custom painting and other stuff. We met Jim at the Harley Rendezvous. Yes, when we, we did, did that live show there, and Jim had a lot of his uh, great stuff. On display, Some great paint work there. Yeah, unbelievable paint and uh, beautiful stuff. Just absolutely beautiful work. Jim, hello, welcome to the Motorcycle Men. Hi, how are you? Great, dandy. So, Jim, tell us about your company. Well, uh, we're basically a paint shop, but uh, we also do uh, hydrographic designs. Hydrographic. Uh, Ooh, that sounds yeah. very cool. <laughs> Hydro means there's water involved, no doubt. Right. I have, uh, you could actually order or, or do your own pre-done artwork on okay. uh, rolls of film, and you float it in a vast tank, and it pretty much releases the artwork for you. Okay. Oh, really cool. You have to paint your other part first, like a regular paint job, but then you just submerse it into it, and when you pull it out, you have your artwork uh, is embedded into the other oh, paint. Oh, that's amazing. Then you've got to clear coat that and all that. Yeah, yeah. You treat it exactly like a paint job. You just get a uh, you know graphics in between. Wow. Nice. So yeah. now, what, now is do you do all this work, or do you have a huge staff of a thousand people that work for you? No, no. <laughs> it's just, uh, just me, uh, my wife, my son. Oh, that's nice. cool. Very oh, nice. great! A little family company. Then. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We try to. Well, we tried to get a couple guys in here and there, but uh, you know. Yeah, sometimes you do, it's better. You to also do, do um, airbrushing as well. Yes. And we work with uh, like three or four other airbrush work uh, guys. So if we have something that's really super crazy, they'll they'll come in and do it with us. Right. But for the most part, everything we do gets airbrushed at the end. Oh, great! Now uh, tell us about some of your clients. Who's coming to you? Uh, we've got a little bit of everybody. We actually even do a lot of uh, Major League Baseball bats. Uh, really? Yeah, we do uh, from soup to nuts. We'll paint anything. Um, but, uh, I saw by some of your things that you have on your website, you really do paint anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we're doing toilet seats now. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you get a lot of people coming in to have you do their golf clubs? Yep. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think there's one on the website. We did it in uh, some $100 bills. You want it wrapped around it. That's funny. Wow. Now, how, yeah. long, now how long does it, from, from soup to nuts, how long does the whole process take? Uh like a if you're gonna base it on a basic sportster. Well, let's just let's say a okay. Let's say a sportster tank. A sportster tank I could do in a week. You know, all said and done, because I blast everything back down. If you bring it to me, even if it's brand new tank, I, I take it back down to the metal. Right. Because I'll warranty to paint pretty much forever. So this way, I know it's my paint on there from start to finish. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, you know, like four or five days, it's out the door. Wow. Very good. Now, uh, as far as it goes for the. Uh, your pro- some of the projects you have done. What's the largest project you've done? Uh, we've done 
quite a few. I've done uh, some toolboxes for up there at Orange County Chopper Guys. Oh, wow. Uh, but we did the bike for uh, not this this year, but the previous year's Daytona giveaway bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's yeah, really we, cool. That was the uh, black with the wood green. Yes, that was very nice. Did the whole bike in a, in a wood green, and then uh, we worked with another guy, uh, Jay, from uh, Boston. Okay. And he uh, then went over it with black paint and then uh, sanded it off so it looked like it burned hot. I like this carbon fiber look you're doing. Yeah. That yeah, seems, just, seems to be pretty popular. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really popular. you got to uh, take it to another level, though. That's why you want to airbrush afterwards so it doesn't look... Uh, flat okay give it some dimension i just actually finished the slingshot rim wow that looks the parts we're seeing on here just look amazing this is from your website it Uh, looks like actual carbon fiber yeah yeah. now what kind of what kind of airbrushing do you have to do in addition to the hydro work uh i like to i like to use the hydro as a as a back plate you know and then if somebody wants something special on it then we uh, have it airbrushed right on top but for the most part a lot of drop shadowing Oh, okay. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay. Yeah, just to give everything a lot of depth, you know? Wow. wow. Now, do you do a lot of blow dryers? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How do you dip that in water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to take it all apart, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. All of it. You don't keep it plugged in, I hope. <laughs> no. do, you, do you do a lot of uh, helmets? Yes. Yeah, you now I had, uh, I had sent you the Motorcycle Man logo. Yeah. And hopefully that we can work something out. Maybe we can get a uh, the motorcycle man logo like all over a helmet. Yeah, that's no that's no problem. All right, yeah, oh, I, cool. I have helmets here, so if you want me to just put it on a helmet, or do you want it on your own helmet? You know. Well, I was hoping for my own helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, something else I wanted. To, I had a whole list of questions here. Uh, as far as it goes, what the largest project you've done was that bike. What's the smallest project you've done? Oh. We do uh, so many tiny little things too, but uh, like a lot of deer skulls that you can see up. I don't know if you can see, but in the background, we do a lot of deer skulls. And uh, oh, really, you're painting deer yeah. skulls? That's awesome. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do a lot, a lot of taxidermy work. Oh wow! Uh, wow. That's right. You did have some of those on display at uh, at the yeah. rendezvous. Oh wow! It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the stuff we saw at the rendezvous was amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it really amazing was. work. Beautiful work. Uh, far, what's the most unusual thing you've done, uh, painting-wise? Uh, not personally, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the most unusual is uh, a lot of uh, you know the skull stuff. Like you, you'd be surprised what kind of skulls people come in with. Or uh, even the toilet seats are a little, uh, That's little kind out of, there. Kind of bizarre. <laughs> Have you ever had anybody bring you a human skull? Uh, I have a guy that works in a college, and he asked me if I'd be interested in uh, some human skulls because he, uh, they, I guess they just put them in the closet after a while. Wow. <laughs> Does that creep you out? <laughs> Knowing that somebody's brain was in it? <laughs> no. I just paint them. <laughs> What's your uh, most difficult project you've done? Uh, you know what? Like The hard parts are like uh, these mannequins. I like to paint mannequins. Really? Yeah. Mannequins? Yeah, I have a couple in the shop. I don't, you know, it's, I, guess, I don't know if you can see me or not. But, uh, can. can you see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 can, we can see you fine. Show you one. Sure, sure. go right ahead. 
We'll, we'll, we'll put this on the uh, website for our viewers. Listen, oh, I see it up in the corner there. Oh, oh dear, yeah, look okay. at that. Oh, see, that's badass. That's awesome. That's awesome. I see you didn't get into the whole realism part of it, though. <laughs> what the fun is that? that? <laughs> I don't know how many gold chicks you know. I don't know any gold chicks. So. <laughs> that's a beautiful work. It's a great work in there. I could say it's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, what kind of future projects do you got going on right now that's coming up? Uh, right now, we've got a ton of bike stuff. A lot of, uh, I have, uh, one of the guys from the Rendezvous show that you did, uh, that you seen us at. Yes. We do a lot of bikes and we're actually doing his and his, uh, grandson's bike to match. Okay. Wow, that's cool. It's just a little tiny, uh, like a little pocket, uh, he's only like six years old, so. Okay. Now, when you do it, when you do a bike, do you take it apart or you have a mechanic that takes it apart? It, we, we try to tell people it's cheaper just to have them bring it to their mechanic and take it apart because it's not really something I do, so. It's going to take me longer, and it'll cost them more to have me do it than it would for them to drop it off at their mechanic. So you would just rather have the parts come to you? Come to you? Yeah, yeah. But then I got the bike sitting here, and you know. Yeah, and it's less less likely that you know it'll go back together wrong, right? Yeah, it's the last thing you want. <laughs> yeah. He's an artist. You don't want to, you know. Of course. Now, listen. If somebody brings to you, uh, uh, let's let's say a Harley, for example, and they you got the Harley logo and the emblem and the badge and everything on the tank. Are these are guys asking you just to take that off and just do the tank? Yeah, it's funny because uh, we were just talking about that the other day with a shop owner, and uh, nobody asked for their emblems back. I have a drawer full of them, so we were gonna do a, you know, just put all the placards on the wall. I I find that amazing. Why? I know me. I know as a, as a Harley owner, I'd want my badge back on there. I a lot of times we'll airbrush it back on, uh, but the actual metal badges now people don't you know. I don't know what it is. They don't like them. I, you know, I like them. That's yeah, why. I keep them. That's why I want them on mine. Yeah. yeah. Now let's say, for example, you know, can we talk dollars? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you want done? <laughs> okay, I got an electric glide. I want to get that whole, yeah, the whole thing. I want to get done. Oh. Oh boy. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go to let's go to one of your one of your pictures here. I'm looking at a Kawasaki that you did, a blue Kawasaki. Oh, with the uh, ghost uh, skulls all in it? Yes. Yeah. Now, how much did that whole bike cost? There's a lot of plastic on there. Uh, I forget. That was that was actually quite a while ago. If I, was, I, I try to base it. It depends on what the people really want. But, like, a, a basic Sportster, three pieces and an oil bag is, you know, they usually start around 1000 bucks. All right. And, and it, you know, it depends how, you know, how it is. How elaborate, how much work yeah. you have to do to it, too, right? Yeah. If there's a couple dents and stuff like that, I don't charge nothing to fix the dents or, uh, you know, any kind of, like I said, I take everything down to the metal anyway, so your bike could be as scratched as you want it. It's not really going to make a difference in the price. Now, how, now what about things like uh, like my my tank, my bag and my uh, my uh, electric glide or fiberglass? Fiberglass is no problem. That's not a problem. I mean, I, there's some chips in it, and I don't know if that makes a difference or can that be no. fixed or. Yeah, we just we fix everything first, and then everything gets sealed, and before we start working on it. And a lot of these things have like um, riveted uh, parts on it. How do you take those parts off to get? Well, the riveted parts, like uh, some of the bags have. Yes. Usually, we just leave the rivets in. And so you just leave the uh, parts on and just yeah. uh, cover them up and. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Makes it easier. If it's ripped, 
I really like the the wood grain yeah, the wood uh, pattern grain that you do. Really That's fantastic. really beautiful. Yeah, yeah the wood grain. The wood grains are perfect. It, like when I first went to go learn, because I I did regular painting for about twenty five years, and I did cars, and I just kind of wanted to get out of the cars because it's just too much work on a big hunk of metal hanging around the shop. So that's why I got into the bikes. But when I first got into the hydrographics, I went to go wanted to really learn some of the techniques to it. And while I was out in school, I ended up doing uh, all their kitchen cabinets out there and all kinds of wood grains. So it, was, it was pretty cool. Oh, that's, wow. That's, that's awesome. real, it's good looking stuff. Yeah, I really like the way it looks. That's yeah. something. Have you ever had anybody, did you ever do an entire bike in the wood grain? Yeah. Oh. Actually, I did. Yeah. That's what we did the Daytona bike in it, but then we went and painted back over it. But uh, I did a snowmobile. All, uh, oh, wood really? Grain. Wood grain? Is that included yeah. nuts and bolts? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I, I don't know what else I have to ask you. So, yeah, I know I wanted to get you get at you. We're talking about helmets. Yep. Now, when you do a helmet, I know a lot of all that stuff is all it's already molded in. That we got the in, the interior foam and everything. I do. I, do you tape all that off? How do you do the ins, the helmet? I, I take as much of it apart as I can, except for you know some of the, the better helmets you can take everything out. Yeah, the module velcroed in. And some of the other ones are just like uh, 3M glued in. So I take what I can off, and then I just I use a uh, you know these plastic protectors. And I've done so many helmets that I had so many little uh, jigs that I could put in there to keep everything dry. Oh, that's cool. Okay, now for a full faced helmet, what would you charge to do an entire full face helmet with, let's say, the carbon fiber design? It's about 150. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. That's quite, it's quite reasonable. Yeah, I'll tell you, like on a half helmet, like when I do somebody, if I do somebody's whole bike and they have, you know, just the uh, little half helmets, we right. throw that in with oh, the really? bike. See, oh, really? No. Yeah. Throw your bike in and get your helmet done. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. There we go. Get one right. Charge, throw my helmet charge, and get the bike done, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we charge you, uh, we charge you 1200 for the helmet and we do the bike first. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. Awesome. Um, I really love your work, Jim. It's just fantastic Thanks. stuff. Yes, it's really cool. I'm glad we had a chance to talk to you and get you on there. I, like, I really want to really talk to you about also getting my helmet done. I want to do the Motorcycle Man logo on the helmet. Now, is that going to cost me $1,200? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting the bike done. <laughs> now, well, you're actually coming by me uh, with your high point run. Yes, as a matter of yeah. fact, we'll talk to you about that because uh, I talked to you. I guess I talked to your wife earlier. Yeah, uh, today. Well, <laughs> and um, we were going to be doing the ride on Saturday. Now the weather's looking kind of crappy, so we may move it to Sunday. Sunday and, would be better because no, I'm not going to be actually be here on Saturday, right? Uh, you can leave the helmet, and I, I know what to do with it. <laughs> All right. Well, as I understand it, you live pretty close to uh, Space Worms. Yeah, yeah. My shop is right. My shop is actually right across the street. Oh, so, wow. so what we may be doing, if you guys so recall, we, might have, we probably drove right past. We you, did. Bro. We absolutely did. So what we'll do is, uh, we were going to stop in the Frank Frazetta Museum in uh, PA. So we may make that may actually make it your place. <laughs> we'll That's stop right. we'll at stop at your place. There we'll we go. St- yeah, we'll stop at your place, and you can give all of our riders a preview of what's going on in your shop. Um, do you have but, bathrooms? Well, <laughs> do you have oh. do you have bathrooms? And do you serve lunch? That's what we need to know. <laughs> is there food? That's all we need to know. We're going to have 13 very hungry riders. <laughs> are, are you going to know if you're switching it to Sunday? Because I know Saturday we won't be here. 
Uh, we're probably going to make that determination by Thursday, but at, looking at the current forecast, that's probably what's going to happen. Oh, Ted just wants to give it up. No, he wants no, to go no, right no. to Sunday. Yeah, I do. I, do. I want to ride in nice weather. I don't want to ride with a chance of rain. I know Chris doesn't want to ride in the rain anymore, do you, Chris? I would rather not. Hey, hey Jim. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. Do you ride? Do I ride? Yeah. yeah. No, what do you have? I uh, actually, I just sold mine, but I built, uh, I built a bike from scratch to fi- uh, start to finish. Okay. The frame, tanks, fenders, everything. Wow. Oh, nice. And what kind of bike was it? Was it a chopper? Uh, just custom? Yeah, it was a Pro Street. Oh, okay. okay. Nice. Cool. I actually got that in a, that, I got that on the cover of a magazine too. Where is it, Alec? But, um, yeah, that one we did good. We, it's the first one I ever did. I did a little father-son project. I never did anything with a bike before, so we did it, and we ended up winning so many shows with it. We had brought it out to Tenonium and won a Tenonium show with it, too. Oh, wow. no kidding. Oh, sweet. Fantastic. Yeah, we've yeah. been, we've been uh, talking about going to Tenonium and bringing the show there, but we haven't had a chance yeah. to. What kind of engine did you have in that? I put a RevTech in there. A RevTech? I can't say I've ever heard of a RevTech engine. Yeah, uh, well, it was pretty popular, RevTech 100. It's uh, kind of probably a knockoff of the SNS, but... You know, money. Okay. Right, right. The money's always an issue. So you don't, you don't have a bike now? <laughs> no, I actually just sold it. Uh, about, I think last year I just sold that bike. Well, you're gonna have to get another bike now. Yeah, I know. It's just we've been so busy, and we haven't had time to do any. Well, busy's good. Busy, yeah. busy is good. Well, I tell you what, if you if you can scrounge up a bike between uh, now and uh, this weekend, you can do a ride with us. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you guys can eat for free on Sunday, too, if you're doing your ride Sunday. Oh, well, that's very nice for you to invite us to lunch. That's great. Oh, really? I was kind of hoping. House down 206. Are you familiar with Full Moon? I've heard of it. Full Moon uh, Cycles down on 206 in Andover are having uh, every year to have an open house type thing, and it's all free burgers and everything like that on Sunday. Okay, that's nice. uh, Now, how far is that from your house or from your from shop? About 25 minutes down, the, down 206. Okay, so we're talking about another 15 miles, I guess? Yeah, if that much. Okay, so our ride's getting longer now, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We stopped for lunch three times, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to have a stand set up there because he just wanted me to show some of my stuff over there. Oh, great. We'll be over there on Sunday, and it's all free burgers, hot dogs, everything. So that's at Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Say again? Full moon. Full moon, and that's on Route 206 in Andover? Andover, yep. Wow, and that's on Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. It's on, it's on Sunday. Good. All right. All right, Jim, listen, thank you very much for joining thank us. You, Jim. I appreciate it. Um, I will be yeah. in contact with you, and I will let you know if we're going to be swinging by your place on Sunday. All right, awesome. If not, uh, you know, stop by there too. Drop off the helmet. I'll take care of it. Absolutely. Excellent. We'll take care of it, right, and we're you, also going to get care uh, of we're gonna, We're going to put your. Uh, your links and logo and info, all your information on our website. All right, cool. I'm going to do a, a little dinner plate for you. I'll show you. I've been doing – hold on one second. I'll show you. I've <laughs> been doing a couple of these plates, and I figured I'll uh, throw one of your logos on it. Doing a plate? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. That's nice. Oh, that's oh, bad. I love that. Wow, Ooh, that's wild. Ooh, I like that one. It's got wow. a joker on it. <laughs> I think cool. Chris just wants the plate. That's all he wants. <laughs> now, we'll take we'll take three if there's food on them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to be chicken, though. Is that it? It has <laughs> right to be chicken? <laughs> all right, Jim. Thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Again, this is uh, Jim Simone. Um, I can't, I, did I just pronounce it right? I, can't, I keep getting that wrong. 
the first time. Simeon, not that. Simeon right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Jim Simeon, and that's with Sims Designs. You check him out at uh, simsdesigns.com or simsdesignllc.com. All right. Yes, very sir. good. All right, Jim, right. thank you very much, and you take care of yourself, and we will be in touch. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Take care. Buddy. Take care. All right. So that was Jim. Yes. He has he some beautiful. A, yes, you really got to go to his website because he has some amazing yeah, things. Beautiful, phenomenal work. Beautiful stuff. Wow. I like that uh, plate. That plate was pretty bad. Yes, it was. Wow. That was. That was so, very cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Get, get those with the. Over it and skulls. Get one with the Motorcycle Men logo. That's what we need. We need an entire dinner set seating for 12 with the Motorcycle Men logo, all of the teacups and saucers and butter plates, everything, gravy boat. That'd be so badass. So okay. we're thinking. We're thinking. We're, I'm going overboard here. I know I'm going crazy. As <laughs> not somebody. you. No, not me. Not you. Okay, so let's talk about the Motorcycle Men Second Annual Motorcycle Men High Point Group Ride. Yes. Which is scheduled for Saturday, uh, May 14th. 9 yes, a.m. kickstands up. And we can listen to this all day? We can listen to that all day. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> right now we have 13 bikes. 13, nice. 13 bikes and three Ooh. passengers. Noise. Now, don't forget, we, it'll it'll always it'll always play out. It could possibly play out like when you are going when you're when you're a band playing out. Yeah, thirteen people signed up. Doesn't necessarily mean thirteen people are going to. Well, I'll tell you. Here's what here's what's going on. <laughs> one one guy um, uh, emailed me today and said that he doesn't know if he's going to be able to make it because his bike is acting up. Ding. So there's, so there's one. <laughs> but if we change the ride to Sunday, we'll gain back a rider. Because I know that Jason, our friend up at Bergen Harley, said if it was Sunday, he'd be all over it. So if we change it to Sunday, well, at this we'll point, it's too early in the week. Realistically, we that we should make that decision Thursday or Friday. I personally want to do it Saturday. Yeah, I know. I personally because that's a long day on Sunday, and I got a long week ahead of me after that. Oh, got, you do? I got a six day work week that week. Yeah, and and yeah, well, I'm going to be exhausted. So yeah. Shut up. <laughs> right? Why? Shut what are you talking about? Exhausted. It'd be fucking a pleasure to ride on a Sunday. Well, let's check the well, forecast right. For See, we're, we're, we're look, a little... how, look how tired you were on this when we took the, mo- the car well, ride. Well, that's because we were in a fucking car yeah. in a boat. <laughs> we were. Leave my boat alone. All right. There's a big difference. Between so, yeah, let's, so let's. Well, briefly, let's talk about that. We did uh, just two weeks ago, prior to me going away on vacation, we did uh, do a. Um, or, or the recon of the ride route. Yes, we did. And uh, we discovered along the route that there was some construction. There were some, some roads in very bad shape. Did you call about that one part? I did Are they going to be done by that? Well, I, I was kind of busy. I was kind of in Florida. Ah. <laughs> but uh, regardless, some of the roads were crap, admittedly. Yes. Yeah, they some, were. Some well, of them were really crap. But I'll, I'll say it. They were shit. In Jersey. No and, but... Like like any biker, any bikers I've talked to, they said, you know what, you're gonna have to ride through shit to get to the good stuff. Yeah. So, so what we you, did was how you look at it, you know. What we made the decision was we are not going to stop at the Frank Frazetta Art Museum. Right. I think that's and a good call. because of that, uh, and the reason for that is because there was shit road construction that we'd have to go through. So we said we're going to detour around that. Uh, as a result, we're going to. There was a bridge out that they repaired. Well, let's just put it this way. We, we added the uh, hawk's nest on there. That's just it. We, we, we took away about 39 miles, but we added back in like 42. No, we didn't. That wasn't. 
We've well, got Hawks Nest is not that long. I well, mean, because remember, I had to add that extra turnaround loop. Okay. Right. I added that extra turnaround loop so we don't have to like make a turnaround in the parking right. lot. We don't do that. So, but we added uh, the Hawks Nest. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Yes. It's it's a road that you'll talk WTF. about forever. <laughs> uh, it's I I I've, I only heard about it because you had mentioned it once before, and they said it's on here, and it's like okay, look like a twisty, windy road that went along the Delaware, right? And uh, it's just west of Port Jervis, New York. So we drove this, and we're like, oh my god, we should we should have that sound effect. Oh my god, um, we we yeah, wished we were in the bike. That's on the right, bike set because it's, it's, an, it's an amazing view. It's an amazing road, oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> the, the, what a view. It's just fantastic. And there were already there that day. There had to be 50, maybe 60 bikes already there yes. on that day. That was at Port Jarvis. That was at yep. Port Jarvis when we did the Hawks Nets right after that. Yep. Uh, we did stop and have lunch at... Um, Tom and Arnold's? Uh, Tom and Arnold's. Uh, Tom, no. Uh, Tom and Arnold's. <laughs> Tom, 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 Tom and Arnold's. Arnold's. <laughs> no. Arlene. Arlene. Uh, Arlene and Tom's. That's what they said. Diner. <laughs> It's a cute little place right there, so we're going to stop and there that and have a lunch. And that was a great little place. Great little place. Uh, and then we just rode down. It was, like I said, it turns out we are not going to be able to make it all the way to New Hope, like we originally thought. No, not Because enough. now that we added the hawk's nest and not all that riding, uh, it's just we'd end, up be, we'd end up doing 275 miles. Not that that's a big deal, but. At 30 miles an hour. At 30 miles an hour. It took us how long to do? Seven hours, dude. It took us seven hours to do. And we cut, we cut, on the way back, we cut some shit. We cut a lot of stuff off coming yeah, back so. because we knew where we were going from that point. Uh, but it's all set. Uh, thankfully, I had my uh, handheld GPS with me, and it tracked the entire route we went. And I was able to plug that into the uh, program, and I got my new GPS. Oh, good. I got the Garmin 390 good? LM. It works fantastic. A lot of left and, turns, uh, if I remember. Did, now, wasn't Garmin going to let us loan a loaner? Yes. As a matter of fact, I did get a hold of, here's the Garmin Zumo 390LM. Nice. nice. And uh, I did I did get in contact with Garmin. They're, Garmin's going to send us a uh, Garmin Zumo 395LM. 395? The, the 395. Oh, 390. I thought you said the, the 2597. No, 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 and compare with the 390. So we're going to have that. Um, I'll put we'll that use, on mine then. Yeah, we'll put that on mine your bike. Mine crapped out. We'll put that on your bike. And uh, it's great. It's a great unit. Uh, I actually downloaded the Pirate Pack for, for my GPS. And I don't have a motorcycle icon on there. Now I have uh, the Black Pearl Pirate Ship. That's, nice. my, that's my little icon on there. Unfortunately, I don't have the voices. I want to get voices. I have a British guy right now. A British guy's going to tell me to get actors <laughs> for that. Yeah, that right? for, well, that's just it. The TomTom Tom GPS has all kinds of voices you can download. I haven't, haven't found voices that you can download for this unit or for the Garmin units at all right now. Right now, it's just different countries not, that you can get voices. Right. But you can't get different actors or characters doing it. As soon as that becomes available, I will be going crazy with that downloading stuff. Right? <laughs> but the GPS works fantastic. The I have it's already paired up with your phone. It's, pa- it's paired with my phone. It's also paired with my motorcycle helmet, which works. Real- I brought my helmet. I don't know why because I think I was going to put it on my head and try to do the podcast safety, do safety podcast with my helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then try it out and it's but it works. I, I did mess around with it on the way up. I didn't actually do. Uh, I didn't actually drive with my helmet on, but it works really, really well. Uh, I paid for this unit um, 
I got it for four twenty five. Wow. And this well, is this well. is a refurb. This is a refurbished unit. Uh, and Garmin has told me that the representative from Garmin told me as long as I keep the maps updated, because this is refurb by Garmin. Okay. So as long as I keep the maps updated, it'll be fine. Uh, I do not have an SD card in here yet, but I'm going to put one so that I can put larger maps. Where's the SD card on the bottom there? It goes here on the bottom. There's a little flap, a little rubber flappy oh, okay. lift up. Okay, very cool. And it's also got a headphone out. But right now, this uh, it's got a little flappy here. This is a micro SD that it takes. So I'll have to get me like a 8 gig or a 16 gig micro SD card. And uh, I've got it paired up with my headset, my Senna SMH10 headset. Um... And I've also got a pair with my phone. So what's really cool about this is I can actually make a phone call through everything. So everything's going to talk to you. Now you're going to get a feedback loop. <laughs> I'm going to have. I'm going to have so much. I'm going to have so many voices in my head, more than I do now. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually calm down the voices. <laughs> yeah. You would think. yeah. So uh, right now we're looking. The ten-day forecast is showing that on Saturday it's going to be mostly cloudy here in Cranford, but with a fifteen percent chance of rain mm, through the middle of the day and fifty-two percent chance of rain around seven p.m. Fifty <laughs> percent. Mine says something totally different. Yeah. And I now Sunday, you look at Sunday. Sunday's showing you absolutely nothing. It's going to be clear all day. You see, my personal riding uh, limit is 40%. That's where I cut it off, too. I cut it off at 40%. Above that, then you, you're absolutely going to get rain. Tell me, listeners, what is your cutoff point for weather riding for rain or precipitation? What's your cutoff point? Mine is 40%. Chris's is 40%. What's yours, Tim? 40. 40. So you're all 40% cutoff. When we say 40%, I don't ride. Although, I mean, if you're already. The past couple of weeks, see, yes, it was zero. Or it was plus 100. <laughs> <laughs> now, because I was riding when it was pouring here. Yeah, I know pouring that. I, and it's like now you're not going very fast though, right? Because you're like mostly local roads that you're doing. You're not on well, any I have highways. To take all back roads to uh, to uh, West Orange. It's about, right, so, it's about eleven, twelve miles. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, that's all. Like that's all. He's basically walking the bus. I mean, is it like stop and go the whole way? Yeah, pretty much. You know, so maybe, you're not going maybe fast. The, the 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 fastest part, thirty five, forty. Okay. And then he gets, I, I, gets yeah, in the I, center of Milburn. He might as well get up and push it. Yeah. Okay. When I get to the reservation, that's when I do about 40, 45. Oh, you, so you, you do go over the, over the mountain. Oh, yeah. I go, through, you, I go stay, through the reservation. And you stay off that road? South Mountain See, Reservation. My thing oh, is South saying, Mountain Reservation. Okay, yeah. My thing is saying it's going to be showers at night. It's 30% showers at night. 30% is nothing. Now, that's right, using, that's, now, you're using Weatherbug. So what's the difference? I, well, I well everybody forecasts different. Now, I'm using uh, I use Weather, weather un, I use Weather Underground. By the way, Weather Underground is now owned by Weather Channel. I know they are. I use Weather Channel. Now, well, what does yours say now? Look at yours. I'm looking at mine. I can tell you exactly what mine says. Hold up. Well, looking at yours, looking at mine, what's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here, guys? Okay, look. At 6 a.m., the sun's going to be out and not a cloud in the sky. So what's the problem? Now you're saying on Saturday. On Saturday. See, now on... 9, 9 a.m., 60 degrees, and... And that's where? Cranford? No precipitation. Yep. Okay. Now, in Port Jervis, they're saying there's... 57% chance of rain uh, at uh, 3 o'clock. Now, we'll be out of there by then. We'll be out of there by noon. But Sunday, again, Sunday's called zero chance of rain. Now, let's uh, let's see. What, Chris, what does yours say? What does your forecast say? Let's see. Port Jarvis, Saturday, 40. Uh, n- Holy shit. 
Is that the ninety percent rain? Ninety percent chance of rain on Saturday. What time? Saturday, May fourteenth. Well, what time? PM rain. Oh, PM. So at six PM, showing eighty-eight percent chance of rain in Port Jervis on Saturday at eight PM. But I'm hoping we're back by eight PM. Well, shit, we better be. Uh, We should be back way before then. Uh, We should be. We need to be back. I think in Cranford, like five o'clock at least. Exactly. So yeah. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I think all this is at night. Well, I think we took longer than we actually Yeah, maybe. Well, we've wrote, we're going to do something. We'll see Saturday. We leave by 9, by 9.30, on Saturday. We should be back here by 5. Well, if that's if that's the case, at 3 p.m. on Saturday, it's only 15% chance of rain here in Cranford. 15? 15% chance of rain here in Cranford. That doesn't count. That's nothing. It's, it's like a sprinkle. That's a, yeah, that's nothing. That's yeah. no big deal. Uh, again, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. About 69 degrees will be the high temperature. Well, you think the thing there says 71, so pick one. What's it going to be? We're talking about 71. No, se- that's, uh, that's that. See, it says 71. Sunday is going to be cooler with only a high temperature of 61. So, yes, yeah, Saturday would be the better day to ride. <laughs> so, what's your problem? I'm just saying. But... Anyway, hey, look, listen, after the ride we did going last year up to up Lake George, Lake George yeah. you get, this is going to be nothing no matter what happens. That's true. It's going to be absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, 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 what the hell was that? <laughs> you try that again? Were, you, were, you, were we interrupting your sleep? <laughs> I, don't, I don't care because, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, I ride. You ride, ride every day to work in a ride. ride, and I just did in the past week and a half. I know. Unbelievable. And you got to start using the app. You, you sleep ride. you got to start using it. Yeah. Because uh, I'm using it as much as I can. I used it when I was down in Florida. Got logged my 194, baby. Nah. Hey, listen. While I was down there, I all over Key West right now, around Duval Street, is motorcycle men stickers on every freaking thing you can imagine. <laughs> I stuck them everywhere. I got rid of uh, God about 24 stickers. <laughs> I nice. stuck them on everything. Now, so, now we're gonna get get a fine next. Yeah, so be a <laughs> fine. <laughs> you, <laughs> so did you got you guys still have stickers, right? Yep. Okay, good. So why don't you if because I only have six left. Do I? Yeah. I've only got six left, so I may have to take some from you guys. Okay. No so problem. For that. Um, got cards here too. Got we got I got I think I got plenty of cards. Those, but while I was down there, I met a guy. You met a guy. I met a guy. His name is Gordon. I didn't get his last name. Uh, I didn't get a social security number or anything like that either. But uh, he uh, he's a rider. He's a former rider. He hurt his back, and he hasn't been ri- be able to ride in like 10 years. Uh, so he's going through all kinds of surgeries and stuff like that. But I just sort of thought it was interesting. I wanted to share this with you guys. He got, and this might be of interest to the wheel nerds because they have like Buells. But he got one of the first Buell S2T Thunderbolts that was fr- off, their, off their assembly line. They, they practically gave it to him. Wow, he got this thing. He and he's only ridden it a handful of times, and it's been sitting in his garage ever since. Wow, he got it brand new. So it's been. He says it's been sitting in his garage now for about fourteen years and hasn't moved. Wow. He says he starts it up once in a 14. while. Fourteen? Why don't you try twenty? Well, that's uh, he got it. As I said, I don't know, but yeah, he was just telling me about the story about how long has he had it. He's a, he hasn't he hasn't ridden it in what did he say? Last time he rode it was in two thousand two. Wow. So it's like so, so yeah, so fourteen years. So he's just holding on to his collector's piece. He says he hopes to be able to get back on it again, but um, so that means he's, he's into this kind of bike. I mean, it's like it's like what? <laughs> yeah, he's a guy. He doesn't, doesn't he hasn't. I said, would you ever think of selling it? He goes, eh, you yeah, should. Eh, I could. 
Quiddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a crotch rocket type of bike. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a sport bike. He, um, but anyways, when I was down there, there was a lot of... Um, most of the bikes that were rented that I saw down there, a lot of electroglides. A lot of electroglides. Yes. That's um, the bike to have. Uh, I saw maybe a handful of road glides. Uh, not road... Uh, no, two road glides I saw. And road kings. And I actually I got passed by... Um, a group of six guys on uh, BMW GSs. I was like, Where, "Who's renting GSs down here?" So I don't know. Wow, well, unless they had, they own them. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, moving on. Yes, did you see this new uh, thing they have? Uh, uh, the big, Jack Big Blue motorcycle lifts. Big you got to check this out. It's a pretty inexpensive way. I mean, if you consider it nine hundred dollars cheap, I mean most. Lifts are pretty, but this lift is pretty cool because you use How much is it? 900. That's cheap as shit, dude. And you use a drill for it. You use your power drill. You use a regular... And you put it on a socket drill. on the top. Right. And it drills, and it raises your bike up to almost three feet. The big platform one that yeah. they make. Now, what's, does it say Those what size like bike they can do? $2,000. It says it could do an electric glide. So how much bigger it can, can you It can do an electric glide? Yes. So it can do that Really? Weight. Yes. So it's just and it's called Big Blue? Big Blue Motorcycle Lift. Not really? Lift. It can do an electric glide? And yeah, it'll lift it up using just a drill. Yep. Oh, we gotta see this thing in action. I know. We gotta get them to send us one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sending us stuff, Spot. Remember Spot we we uh our friend uh Glenn DuPont, we had the interview with him? Right. Very great interview with Glenn. Wasn't that a good interview? Uh well anyways, the people at Spot are sending us a spot trace. And what the spot trace is, is a little device that you put in any vehicle you have, and it'll you'll be able to track that vehicle anywhere it goes. Anywhere. You can track it anywhere. Using wow. the internet. So what we're going to do is when we get this, we're going to give it, and we're going to put it up. We're going to give it to you, and you're going to put it on your bike. And then you're going to go for a ride, and we're going to follow you, see where you go. Oh, spot? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the one where that guy had that. Yeah, panic. yeah, but this is not this is not the um, the Gen Three the divide that you wear it has the panic button. That's not, this is for tracking vehicle movement. So we're gonna put it on your bike and we're gonna track your vehicle movement one day. Nice. And then we're gonna put it on Tim's bike and track him as he rides to work. <laughs> All right, now, now you don't have to pick on me here. That's Never not again. fair. But there there is a company that's having a sale on the Spot Gen Three tracking device that you can wear. It's half price. So instead of $170, it's $75. Does that come with a phone app? I can't remember. It's got a phone app. It's got a phone app also. And and we got a special deal where we can get half off of the service as well. How about that? So anyway, so we're going to be getting that trace thing. We're going to put that to work. And Tim's going to try to get us a big blue jack to check out. (laughs) Well, come on. Yeah. That's going to happen. <laughs> you never know, man. Shot. Listen, while I, we got some presentations to make here. I got a presentation to make. Got do presentations. You. Okay. We can do, let's do the Key West presentations first. Key West presentations. Okay. For Tim, because Tim loves hot sauce. I do. He's a hot sauce guy, so every year when I go go, go someplace for oh, that's right. We get I hot go sauce. someplace, I get hot sauce for Tim. Awesome. And uh, this one here, because last year when I got you the hot sauce, you said it was eh. It was all right. Eh. 
So it I figured it wasn't about the hot; it was about the taste. Right, exactly. Flavor. So I said to the guy, "So look, my brother said this, this one here. I held it up, and he said, this is the one I got him last year.' And he went, eh. And he goes, okay, well, then you move to this level here. And I said, what about the flavor? Because that's important to him. He goes, well, this has got great flavor if you can handle the heat. I'm like, well, then that's the sauce for me. So here it is right here. It's called Habanero Punch TKO. Wow. Let's check this out. All right. Um, nice. to get Troy in on that one. Okay. There is one there that's called 357 Magnum. If, if, you, if this means nothing to you, next time I go, I'm getting you 357 Magnum. And it comes with a spoon, basically the size of yeah. a, a teeny-weeny spoon that's one, one well, drop. What kind of pepper for, are they using in it? Does it um, say the ghost pepper? or The ghost the, death pepper. No. It you will don't kill you, know. pepper. <laughs> it's the pepper that will make your balls run away. But this one has... a. It's got a little teeny weeny weeny spoon. On the bottle. Yeah, it, well, I this has habanero. It's already mentioned. Yeah, yeah but it, this, this other one, the three fifty seven, has a little spoon on it. It says one drop per gallon. Right. Yeah. And that right there, I don't know exactly what that That's is. That's the uh, Reaper. Right. The hot pepper is a Reaper. And then there are other ones that are even hotter than that. Um, oh boy! So here he goes. He, he's going to try it. Oh boy! I guess Tim's not talking the rest of the podcast. Yeah, he's. A, <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to drink. Um, well, I know Troy's like no, I do, water. No, I do like the flavor of this. This tastes more like a, um, what do you call it? Uh, He's not even reacting. No, it's more like a. Um, that cracks me up. A barbecue sauce. Yeah. A hot barbecue sauce. I, 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 won't, I will not even try One that. finger. No, it. hell One no. One finger? Come on, stick a finger in it. <laughs> hey, what? Stick out here. That's what she said. Bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, you should have, you have your son Troy. Very good. That. Oh, he'll take it. Yeah, he'll go. He'll guzzle that thing, right? He just finished a bottle that's three times the size of that. How, now, how big is that bottle? This is this came five fluent ounces. Five fluent. This came from Peppers, Peppers of Key West. Yes, I'm, uh, this I'm is on, a this look. is a great place to go to. You look Take it up online, Peppers of Key West. They have. Uh, it's like a bar. They have actually have a bar in there that goes around. It's a tasting bar, and they have every single. Sauce around this bar. What are you tasting it with? What are they using? You can use either crackers. They have little spoons. They have um, uh, toothpicks also to test it with. Mm-hmm. And but it, it's an amazing place. There's oh, thousands of different types of uh, hot sauces there. Mm-hmm. So it's peppers of Key West. There's got to be cheese with it. You got to have. Uh, no, they didn't, I, they didn't have any cheese. But, well, this well, you know, what I'm saying it's open air. Sharp cheddar cheese. Sharp yeah. cheddar cheese with it. Yeah. Because the cheese will help. Oh, I'll say kill, I, yeah, kill I, I guess so. Okay, that's a good thing to know. But hey, you got to know your stuff. Got to know, you, and you know your stuff. So uh, if no. this, so, if this doesn't this do anything, very good. It's good. Yes, and if I is it too some, hot for you? Doesn't you think it's going to hurt going out? You just saw me take a yeah. whole finger full. <laughs> is it going to hurt going out? That's what we want to know. I hope so. <laughs> if it's not hurt going out, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's got to burn on that way. Oh man, <laughs> rough. Be, oh, okay. I now love it. it feels great. <laughs> Okay, well, if because I can get the three fifty seven for it. that's the, no, that's no, the next that's one. Up. No, this is fine. This is fine. Let's try this. I got There's Doctor Asburns. Actually, Doctor Asburns is the next level up. It comes in a flask. <laughs> we'll we'll th- see about getting you that. All right, now presentation for Chris. Uh oh, here we go. And this was when I saw this shirt. I said, "This has got to go to Chris because it fits him perfectly, Uh-oh. not in size, but in content." <laughs> It is all you. <laughs> there you go. Let's Look hear this. what this is going to say. Uh, 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 what does it say? Read it out loud now. Fuck you, fucking fuck. 
<laughs> Here it is. That's great. That's great. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> Key West, Florida. I, th- I saw that shirt and I said, there's only one person that shirt would go on. And that's you. Sweet. Thank so you. we got that. Great. Extra, extra large? It's an XXL, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. There Very you go. nice. And now, one final presentation that yes, I have to make to Chris. I As heard. you guys know, uh, last month I sold the Virago. Which was previously owned by Chris. Yes. It's a 1995 Virago 1100. Yes. Okay, I sold that. Now, in selling that, I had to, I cleaned it out, and I cleaned out your little backpack out of the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I had the, the, the front pouch of that still at home. Yes. And, and, I wonder what I left in and that. And here we go. And here's the presentation. This is the things that were left behind in your bike. Okay, first things first is your registration and insurance card, which I'll hand back to you. Nice. <laughs> All right. And, and this was disturbing because there's like this little weird kit that was of bandages and wraps that were found in the back. <laughs> And I was like, what were you planning on doing with all that stuff? Oh, this is There's some lube there, too. There's lube in there. There's a fir- this is a first aid kit. I remember I got it from somebody, and it was made for bikes to put in the, in oh, okay. the, in the little cases on the bike. And last but not least, this is what his new nickname is going to be. Okay? That's his new nickname. That's his license plate. Two Kratu. Two Kratu. <laughs> That's your new nickname. I used to say it. It said too crazy. Two Kratu. Yeah, too crazy. Two Kratu. But, two but also, also. Your guardian uh, bell, the guardian, oh, the guardian bell off that bike. So there they are together, and you have the last, what, the last things that you had with the wonderful yeah. Virago. There you Yay. go. Some little mementos you can hang that on your wall. You can use this. <laughs> this is a good thing. That That's a good thing to have. You, you have gotta it. have a first aid kit. You have yeah, a first aid kit. I remember this is a good one. I put gauze bandage in there. And I have a first aid kit, and I can't remember where Deb got it for me. It's a, it's a nice little pouch. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it. Uh, okay, uh, and here's... You know what? what? I think I made this when we went up to uh, America. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I remember well, Why it. was it in your Virago, then? You got rid of the... Oh, you, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to be before the Virago, yeah. All right. Well, we got a cool, a really cool thing happening. We have a really cool thing. First, let's talk about some long ride stuff. Uh, the Motorcycle Safety Foundation of America has a thing on their website where you can actually came, they came up with this list of um, signals, hand signals that you would share with your fellow riders if you're riding in a group for group riding. And these hand signals that they have uh, is recommended constant usage. Rather than create new hand signals, they came out with this whole batch of signals that every rider should know if you're riding in a group. <coughs> So we're going to go over some of these because we're going to have a nice group with us when we do our ride. And we should share these signals. Some of these, please. Not all of these. So, no, we can <laughs> yeah, share some of them. all of them. Because <laughs> some of them are, are, but we're are going to know by now. Right. We're going to go over some of these, and they're going to go over some that they do not have. The, the most obvious one is that your arm straight down. That means you're stopping. Your left arm out and you facing down. You should already know stop. this if you But you ride. should already know that. But not only that, if you have brakes, if you have brakes on your bike, <laughs> and I'm going to assume that everyone does have brakes on their because bike. Because you can't pass if the you s- without it. If you squeeze your brake handle, a red light comes in the back. That usually means you're stopping. <laughs> okay? If I hold up on this ride, if I hold up one finger above my head, that does not mean that is my IQ. 
<laughs> what that means is single file coming up. Right. That means everybody get right behind each other because we're going to be riding in a staggered formation on this ride. Some of the ride. Left, some right. Of some, some of the ride. Some of it is actually single. Uh, but when it comes time to single up, I'll hold up the single <laughs> finger. Anytime, now I, anytime there's a bad road, you got to make it single file. Right, that's right. And pretty much what, what I'll do is gotta, I'll put one finger up and I'll wave it over my head, which means make your own way. <laughs> I don't know. You, you right, find your you're going to have to. Yeah. But if I hold up my index finger and pinky finger, what does that mean, Chris? Metal. Headbang. <laughs> Headbang, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, what's it, what it's going to mean is uh, double it up. You can go back to dual formation. Now, some of these other things, turn signal on. We don't need a turn signal on. Um, we have turn signals signal. on our we bike. We have turn signals on your bike. Yeah, that's that's old standard. That's, that's, a, that's from the DMV manual. That, right. that those those animals. Now slow down. Basically, just waving my left arm up and down just to slow down. Just to say, that's that's kind of dumb. I think, but yeah, I guess it's good. With your palm uh, down. With your course. palm down, of course. With your palm up, it's you want to speed up. Now they're saying double file here. Do, you, two it up. They're saying use your first thing in your middle yeah, finger. Yeah, it should but, be these. Yeah, like the peace sign. You're no, doing not that. that. Right. But I'm going to do this because I think that looks cooler than doing it. Because then you get every, everybody on the ride starts headbanging. That'd be funny. Uh, if you point to your gas tank, that means you need to stop the fuel. That means you need balloons. <laughs> it means you need balloons. I don't know what that means. But if you point at your gas tank, that means you guess. Now, to, for people like Tim and I who have the SMN 10 communications, I can just say to Tim, I need to stop the gas. Right. But for everybody else on the ride who doesn't have the headset, yeah, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. We're going to make sure everybody's full when we start. Right, exactly. That's number one. Be yes. full when we start. Now, along the route, uh, the route has planned there are stops for fuel. And there's not going to be any point on this ride where we're going to go more than 50 miles between fuel stops. Man, it's that's just not, not going to be. Then that's, then that's not it's, a problem. Right, it's not a problem. Because most of all these bikes are going to be, be good for at least 160 miles, if not more. Ella, exa- on a exactly. full tank, I guess. Now, the speed-up hand signal is just raising, taking your left arm and dropping it and raising it up like you want to pick palm the speed up. up. up palm up. Uh, now, I think, for me, one of the most important hand signals you could do is the hazards, pointing out hazards. Because I do this when I go on uh, bicycle riding on my road bike. If I'm in a group, we always point out hazards that are in the road. Hey, because you point it out you like. You point it out with your – if yep. it's on your right-hand side, you have to point it out with your right foot or – if, if you want to take your hand off the throttle, you can use your right hand. But with your left hand, you just point your left hand. Point down. Uh, don't confuse that with waving to a fellow rider, though. Uh, refreshment stop. Looks like you're coughing. It looks like you're coughing. coughing you're, 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 you're turning your head slightly to the left and bringing your thumb up to your mouth like you need a refreshment stop. I, I guess. And it also, well, because it also, for certain certain people, if they do it wrong, it looks like you're giving the blowjob That's sign. right. <laughs> Stopping for stop. sexual uh, activity. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God, oh my God, that oh my God, picture oh. out of my head. Get that picture yeah. out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I wave, if I'm waving my arm around me, like from my left hand side, that means I'm asking you, as the rider behind me, to come around me and lead. Well, that's not going to be. That's not going to happen because if I have the GPS and I know where I'm going, why would I tell the guy oh, behind the me? GPS knows where it's going. You're the just GPS, following the GPS. I'm just following the GPS. I'll give if the around. GPS sticks his hand out and starts waving, you got a problem. <laughs> the high beam signal, which I don't understand, is you're tapping your head, you're tapping your helmet with your hand. 
How does that mean what high do, beam? What, what do you need people behind you to put their high beams on? I for? don't know. Why would you I, want that? Right. That's, uh, in a very dark area. I guess. Yeah, but behind you? Yeah, I don't want nobody putting their high beams on behind me. But then it shines. Now, for example, Tim, if you're behind me, I'm not going to tell you to put your freaking high beams on. Right now, you're going to light up Seattle. No, you're going to want me to put my high beams on because it's not as bright. Then I'll just shut my lights off. That's what it's about. So you're brightening up the road. Now, they have your comfort stop. It's a clenched fist pointed out to the left. Now, a comfort, I believe that means go to the bathroom. I would just point, yes. at, I would just point at my weenie. Yeah. That's, all. <laughs> that's what we call them at work, too. You oh, yeah? We don't call Comfort's them bathroom. Okay. Uh, follow me, which is stupid. We're just waving your hand over your head, pointing to of course. And then pull off, which is basically just, which is dumb. You're just like pointing to the, you're just raising your left hand over your head and pointing to the right. Or so pointing whatever direction. Signal, yeah, or just, yeah, exactly. So this is just the hand signals that uh, the Motorcycle Safety Foundation has on their website, which apparently is a standard. Um, some of the ones that they do not have, obviously, are going to be the uh, finger, the single finger salute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the finger pointing at the butt, which means you're farting. There is that. And for those who ride in close formation, that could be a very helpful hand signal to have. I'm just glad you're going to be a few bikes ahead of me. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, if there's a very attractive woman, is the pointing, at the just pointing, and your tongue hanging out while you're doing it. That's about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> and that's it from the Motorcycle Safety Foundation. You can find that information at... I recognize some of these pictures from the DMV manual. Yeah. yeah. I really you, do. At www.msf-usa.org. Org. Org. Motorcycle Org. Safety Foundation. they got a lot of cool things on there. they got Org. a lot of great manuals on that and a lot of great um, uh, inf- a lot of great information on that site. Okay, here we've got something uh, really cool coming up. This is very, very fantastic. And that is? Here's it is. We have we. What's one of the things that we would like to do? Ride. We kind of run across the country, right? right? Yes. Or around the world. I would love to ride around the world. That'd be fantastic. I'd be all over that. I wouldn't want to do it on my bike, though. I would want to do it on one of those, like on a GS, old, uh, an old t- terrain type. Of yeah, kind of like you know, like a, like an adventure bike. Yes, right? exactly. KTM or BMW. I don't. I have never ridden either one of them. Um, I'm, I'm, I want it. I don't. I don't know. I think I like. I what like about you, Chris? KTM, Reason, KTM or BMW? KTM. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I like. I'm uh, just I like the GS. About the reliability chart. Yeah, I know the reliability chart. Bottom. You know, puts the. Uh, I, I I might lean towards K, uh, KTM. They're both uh, KTM's Austrian, uh, BMW's German. Obviously, uh, I don't know. Yamaha makes a really nice one. Yeah, so yeah, and you brought this up. Why? Um, because seeing how we can't, because we don't have the financial resources to do so, and we are not retired. Um, I decided, thought one day, so well, you know, you know, I always ride with a Woody. All right, well, hold it. Uh, let me rephrase <laughs> that. I ride with a little stuffed uh, plush toy, which is a Woody doll from the Toy Story movies. Right, yep. I always ride with that. I have that on my bike. I do that when we have when we do gigs. I have uh, a Woody kind of strapped to the mic stand, right? right. Uh, he goes on vacation wherever I go. He was in Moab. He was in Key West twice. Yeah, I know. I saw him buried up to his neck. Buried up to his neck <laughs> in the sand. Okay, so Woody enjoys everything that I enjoy. Uh, so I decided, well, wait a minute. If I can't go, why can't I just send Woody? So here's what's happening. We're launching a campaign now. What's happening is Woody is going to travel around the world. What's going to happen is I'm sending Woody off to our friend Glenn DuPont. Glenn's going to be doing a 50cc uh, ride. 
coast to coast in 50 hours. He's going to be doing that ride. And he's going to take Woody with him. I'm going to mail, send him Woody. He's going to do that. When he gets to the other end, he's going to pass Woody off to another rider who's doing another adventure. And then it's going to go on and on and on. Road IDs. I'm, get, I'm getting a road ID for Woody. Oh, that's going to be cool. He's going to have his name at, and address, phone number. He's going to have all that. He's going to have all that stuff on him. And Woody is going to go hopping from rider to rider. We're going to get photographs from every yeah, rider. Got to get. We're pictures. getting photographs, maybe even some video. These things will be posted on our website. And he's going to go around the world. Now, is this going to take three months, a year, two years? Oh, I don't know. Are you going to be comfortable letting Woody go by himself? Uh, he's going to be fine. He's going. You're going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I. I you so sure? I, I have a. I. I got buzz to. I got buzz to sit with me. <laughs> uh, so it's okay. I got buzz. Uh, shouldn't say that. I also. I also. I also. Say that about your wife. I know. I, I, do, I do have my wife, but I also. I also have uh, Woody's brother, Woody too. And he's he's going to be with me, so I, I do have another proxy Woody. I have a spare, <laughs> spare Woody. Woody. I keep a spare Woody. <laughs> there I go. So that's what she said. I'm, I'm, I am sending my Woody around the world. That's wow. that's the that's the theme here. I'm sending my Woody around the world, and uh, like I said, he's he's going to start in um, California, and I, I tried to get Harley Davidson in Milwaukee to kick it off by right. sending them to them, and they just been unresponsive so far. So what's going to happen is Glenn is going to take Woody from West Coast to East Coast. Uh, I think he's going from where he is in California down to Florida. And then from there, it's going to be passed off to someone else. Too bad there's else. nobody here going from here to California. That would be ideal. Uh, but I, now I know Glenn, so we're going to do it that way. And then, uh, of course, he's going, to go on the, he's going to go on the High Point ride with us. And I've, 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 uh, I've modified him just a little bit so that he has a black helmet on his head. He's got a black vest with the Motorcycle Man logo on his back, and he's got black boots on. So. Nice. So he's going to be going around the world, and we're going to have going to be able to track Woody. I, unfortunately, Spot doesn't make a, a trace small enough that can fit inside him, so we can track him that way. But he's going to go around the world, and you're going to be able to track him on a website. I'm going to put a world map up there, and you're going to be able to see where Woody's going, and it's going to be pictures linked to the whole thing of where he's going and who's going to be taking him, who's going to be in his care, and so forth. So this is a great thing that's going to be going on. And like I said, I don't know how long this is too, going to take. Too bad you couldn't have a little pouch in his back or a backpack and have people put little notes in, in his backpack. That, yeah, that'd wrong. be cool. Uh, that'd be pretty neat. Whatever whatever we can do. So uh, And, and we're, I'm totally relying on whoever has him in his custody, <laughs> whoever's in Woody's custody, uh, that they take care of him. And should they see a little rip or tear that they can sew him up or tape him, duct tape, yeah, whatever. I know. I'm hoping. Well, I'm not giving his life. Well, I tell you what. When I when I, I tell you what though. <laughs> After that trip starts. When I first approached Glenn with this, I said, "How would you feel about this?" He said he did the same thing. He says he's talking about it, Woody. I'm like, what? So he finally, when he read the rest of it, he said, "Here's what's interesting: is Glenn rides with a hula girl on his dashboard, yeah, that's on awesome. his bike." So when he read that, he says, "I'm all over it. I'm I'm in. Count me in. I want to do this." So I think every rider who's doing a trip like this will be totally into this. That's this cool. is going to be great. I hope. So, yeah, I hope. I hope it's going to be so. This is going to be great. Woody's going to go around the world. That's cool. He's going to strap him to the bike, yeah. right? And uh, Glenn is actually headed off to Cuba uh, sometime later this summer. This so year, has he ever gonna, come up this way? Uh, he's he he's 
going to be he's going to be on the East Coast. Like he's going to be in Florida, and he didn't make any indication. I don't be, count Florida as an East Coast. It is East Coast, and even though it is, I'm talking about by us. North. I don't know. I I can ask him. Nobody ever comes northeast. But I have to. Nobody I, wants to be. Nobody northeast. wants to be northeast. We're trying to get out. We did look at a house. We did look at a house. We're actually thinking of going down to South Carolina to take a look at some places. I want to go there too. Yeah, we're thinking about it. So we'll do that. We'll take a weekend. Warm. Yeah. But anyway, so so there you go. Woody's going to be going on an adventure. I'm sending my Woody around the world. That's the theme. (laughs) Um, And that's that's happening. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for what I have for this uh, episode of the Motorcycle Men. Uh, Don't forget to please check out our website, which is www.motorcyclemen.us. Yes. And uh, we're on Facebook. We don't manage the Facebook page as much as we should. I certainly, I know. Well, I'm now not, we can start putting pictures of Woody. You said you were going to do it. I, yeah, I, 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 I have. You know, yeah, I know. It. I have been. Uh, I have. I've been very lackadaisical about it. Uh, I, I just been posting web episodes on there. That's about it. Uh, again, uh, on Skype. Oh, by the way, next week, next episode, we're going to have Kevin from the Throttled Podcast on. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we're going to talk about uh, riding in uh, Alabama. And he's going to tell us a little bit more about his riding in his area, cool. what his riding. Uh, so that's Kevin uh, uh, is going to be on here from the Throttle Podcast in two weeks. Very good. Today. And uh, nice. And okay. as far as goes for riding coming up, uh, basically just the back and forth to work crap. And on Saturday, of course, we're gonna we're gonna do the ride. We're gonna keep an eye on the weather, but right now it looks like we're gonna be on Saturday. Should that change, if the weather gets worse, we'll move it to Sunday, and we'll see. All right, ready, go. All right, Tim, what do you got to say? Anything? Ride like nobody sees you, Chris. And you have something for us to say this time. I do. What's that? Uh, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on that. <laughs> All right, kids. I don't know why my surface just shut off. Somebody want to explain that to me? No sinky. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Did it really say no sink? Okay. No sinky. All right. I'm Ted, and we are the Motorcycle Men. And I'm here with... <laughs> and I'm here with <laughs> Tim, a.k.a. <laughs> Buck 2. <laughs> <laughs> and also here with Chris, a.k.a. The Joker. We are the Motorcycle Men. Thank you very much for listening, people. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> you know what? There's some funny sound effects on here. There's two fucking men. Uh, what? I can talk when I'm riding my bike down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Access granted. Excuse me. For more information about the Motorcycle Men, visit our website at www.motorcyclemen.us. There, you can join our mailing list or leave a comment and maybe give us some feedback. We always welcome your thoughts. If you'd like to email the Motorcycle Men directly, email to motomenpc at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Links for each of them are on our website. If you would like to talk to us directly and tell us about your ride, you can do that via Skype. Our Skype name is MotoMenPC. And if you find yourself doing nothing on a Tuesday night between 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, check in with us and we'll make you part of the show. 
If you're a good guest, we just might send you some stuff. <laughs>